Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good morning, everyone. It is Monday, June the 6th, 2022. It is currently 9.03 a.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas. Now, in this episode, I'm going to take something that happened within popular culture, and I'm going to use it to talk about a very important theological and biblical concept. Now, for some people, especially within the Christian world, if you talk about certain things within popular culture, they don't care about the theological principle you're going to discuss or the biblical concept. They're just going to be preoccupied with, oh, you talked about this in pop culture, and I hate that, and I think it's wrong, and how dare you use that? So if you're if you are of that kind of way of thinking, and you don't want to hear me discuss anything related to pop culture, then this would be a time just to go ahead and skip this episode, and I perfectly understand. But I don't want to just unnecessarily offend someone, and all you do is focus on, he talked about that, how I can't believe that, and completely miss the biblical and theological point that I'm going to try to make. But if you're willing to listen, I think that this is going to serve as a powerful illustration of something right here in the Bible next to me. So, are you ready? I hope you are. Last night, after I completed preaching at Victory Baptist Church, we studied the doctrine of the Holy Spirit pneumatology. After I completed that sermon and I gathered all of my stuff, I got in my car and I drove, what, the 20-minute drive from Ovalo, Texas, to right here, back to my home in Abilene, Texas. I walked through the front door, I set all of my stuff down, and immediately ran to my study. I ran because I was excited. I could not wait because last night was professional wrestling pay-per-view night, all right? And and I know some of you hate professional wrestling. Some of you don't understand it. That's okay. That's okay. I have loved professional wrestling since I was a little kid, and I could tell you all my entire history of watching it. I understand. I know some of you go, professional wrestling is fake. Look, the movies you watch are fake. But within professional wrestling, it's like a live action movie. Yes, both parties are working together to try to protect one another, but they still experience physical pain and pulling off the, the moves and the different things that they do, all right? But it's storytelling 101, right? You have the protagonist, you have the antagonist, you have the good guy, the bad guy, and they are to tell a story. It's a live action movie. If you watch TV shows or if you watch movies, you don't walk around going, well, that movie and that TV show was fake. No, you allow yourself to, in a sense, set aside any, you know, unbelief, any disbelief, and you it, allow yourself to be taken in by the story and the characters, and you watch the story unfold and the plot development and the character arc, and you watch it, and hopefully you're entertained by it, and sometimes you're moved emotionally by it, and sometimes you may see important lessons within it. For me, professional wrestling is storytelling 101, protagonist, antagonist, and therefore, I love it because it's live action. There's no CGI. There's no second takes. There's no stuntmen. It's all done right there in front of you live. I love attending the live shows and watching, obviously, the live events. So that's what I did last night. I ran to my study, turned on my television, sat down. I'm like, here we go. 
I, I had to I had to rewind it. Okay, it, the 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 pay per view is uh, if you have Peacock. The Peacock streaming service, it's part of the WWE Network, which is a part of the Peacock streaming service. You can go back and watch the event last night if you want. But I sat down, grabbed the, mic- uh, grabbed the microphone, grabbed the remote control, turned on the television, and started watching. Now, the name of the pay-per-view is Hell in a Cell. Now, the concept is this gigantic steel structure where you end up, the two, the protagonist and the antagonist end up inside this horrible, evil structure so that, in a sense, typically, this is the climax of a story, right? That their rivalry has gotten so big and out of control that the only place that they're going to be able to resolve this conflict, the only way this story is going to find its dramatic conclusion is inside this structure, and so the concept is this structure is evil, it is horrible, and so these individuals are going to have to in a sense, suffer greatly inside the cell. So that was the pay-per-view, all right? So I started watching. Lots of different matches, lots of different stories being told. But I was waiting and waiting and waiting for one match. The match I was most excited for, which was the main event. And in the main event, we had... Cody Rhodes, he's the protagonist. He's the good guy. He's he's the what they call the face in the story. And then we have the bad guy, the villain, the the antagonist, Seth Rollins. Now, Cody Rhodes, the good guy. Cody Rhodes, the protagonist. He is the son of a legendary wrestler by the name of Dusty Rhodes. And Cody, growing up, watched Dusty Rhodes be this larger-than-life character that he wrestled time and time again for years and years and years. He watched his dad wrestle and saw all the things that he went through. But there's one thing that Dusty Rhodes was never able to accomplish in all of his wrestling career. No matter all the accomplishments, no matter all the glory, no matter all the fame, no matter all the things that he did, there was one thing he just could never Get. He could never obtain, he could never reach the prize, and that was the WWE Championship. Now, back then, WWE was named, was called the WWF, but for the story, WWE, and, and this is a, this part of the story is real. Dusty never was able to reach the championship. He just, everything, he, he, he got championships in other promotions, but in the WWF slash WWE, he just never won the WWE Championship. And Cody watched this. And as his dad's career started to wind down and come to an end, Cody was greatly bothered by this. So as a little boy, Cody goes to his dad, Dusty, and says, hey, one day I'm going to make it to the WWE. And when I make it, I'm going to win the championship and I'm going to give it to you, dad. I'm going to I'm going to accomplish what you want and I'm going to do it for you, dad, because I love you and I want you to have the belt that you worked so hard to get and you never could make it there. You just never was able to win it. Now that that already is touching and that that's that's a, a beautiful part of the story. Well, Cody grew up and he made it to the WWE. He made it. All right. There's the first that's the first thing he needs to do to accomplish his promise his the promise he made as a little boy. And he wrestles and he works and he works and he works. And Cody is never able to win the championship. Never. And, and his career just not going very well. Things are not working out. He gets very frustrated. So Cody leaves the WWE. 
And he goes, wrestles for all kinds of different companies. And he wins championships, but it's still not the WWE championship. He even helped start starts a brand new wrestling company, a, a very large wrestling company. He starts that company. And so it looks like, hey, he's never going to make it back to the WWE. He's never going to come back. He walks around talking very negatively of his experience. And the WWE, he says negative things about the company. You're like, man, he's burned that bridge. He's never, he's never going to make it back to the WWE. He's never going to win the championship for his father. It's just over. But in professional wrestling, you never say never because you never know what's going to happen. That's what makes it so fun to watch. It's so unpredictable. And out of the blue, shockingly, Cody Rhodes, the protagonist, the good guy, makes it back to the WWE and his debut return match is at WrestleMania. That's like the Super Bowl of professional wrestling. He makes it back and it's this amazing match. And guess who he faces? He faces the antagonist, Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins is basically his attitude is, wait, 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 Cody. No, 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 no. Look, you couldn't make it here. You weren't good enough for this. I don't want you here. Go away. No, this is, in Seth's mind, hey, the WWE is my kingdom. This is where I, I'm, the, I'm the one who has the fame. I'm the one who has the power. And, and to even add another layer to the story, Seth Rollins was trained by Cody Rhodes' father. Cody Rhodes' late father, his father who had died, trained Seth Rollins when Seth Rollins was younger. So there's already this layer to the story. He thought Seth Rollins was going to be a great champion one day. And Seth Rollins had become champion in WWE. What Dusty had never accomplished and what Cody has never been able to accomplish. And Seth is like, no, Cody, go away. Go back to the other company. Nobody wants you here. And this amazing dramatic match at WrestleMania Cody Rhodes beats the antagonist, not for the championship because Seth currently doesn't have it, but he wins, which is the first step in now moving towards trying to get to the championship match and fulfill the promise he made to his father as a little boy. So Seth, Seth loses, Cody wins. And you're like, okay, that has to be the end of this story. But no, 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 it's not the end of the story. Seth is, is now just like descending into madness. He's furious. He's like, how dare you? No, Cody, you can't come here and take away from me. You're not going to take from me. You're never going to get the championship. I'm going to stand in your way and I'm going to stop you. And Seth and Cody have a second match in the story. And once again, Cody is victorious. The protagonist beats the antagonist again. And you're like, that has to be it. That it has to be over. That has to be done. And Seth's like, no, I, I cannot let this go. I'm going to now, now Seth decides, I'm not going to just beat you. I'm going to end your career. I'm going to end it once and for all. I'm going to so severely injure you that you will never make fulfill the promise to your father and Seth becomes mocking of it oh you want to win a championship for your dad father he becomes mocking just becoming more and more evil as the antagonist and you're like Cody are you ever going to be able to get past this guy well then it's decided you know what for the trilogy for part three of this story we're going to put this match inside hell in a cell where you there are no rules you can use weapons you can do whatever you want so Seth, the antagonist, Cody, the protagonist, are going to be able to be in a match where there are no rules. 
Seth is going to do everything he can to end Cody's career. So Cody will never be able to fulfill his father's, what his father couldn't. The little boy's promise hinges on him winning this match. Seth is like, I'm, I'm going to end it once and for all. You're going you're gonna to be, be carried out in a stretcher and that's the end of it. So the match is set, and I can, I've been waiting and waiting for this match. This is the, the trilogy. This is part three in the movies, right? This is like, here's the trilogy. This is the final installment of this story. And I'm like, I can't wait, and I can't wait. But something happened over the weekend leading up to this pay-per-view. Reports came out that Cody, again, the protagonist, the good guy, had been severely injured. In fact, he was supposed to wrestle Saturday at what's called a house show, meaning a non-televised show, but he could not wrestle because he was severely injured. And we were like, "What? what's the injury? Well, we found out that he had tore his pectoral muscle. It was a rupture. It was a tear. It was, it, it supposedly was a gruesome, horrible injury. So leading up till Sunday to the pay-per-view, there was lots of rumors. Cody can't, there's no way Cody can wrestle. There's just no way that injury is so painful. He's not going to be able to wrestle. So we were like, okay, so what are they going to do? Are are they going to just address it? Are they going to come up with some storyline reason for why he can't be there? How are they going to address it? The arena is sold out, right? So everyone's waiting, waiting, waiting. Well, then we get noted when we are told during the pay-per-view that Cody is going to be able to wrestle. The protagonist is going to wrestle even though he is severely injured. I'm like, okay, well, he's probably not that injured. And you just start trying to think, okay, what's real? What's not real? It's just all the drama professional wrestling. So first, the antagonist makes his ring entrance. Seth Rollins comes out. And Seth Rollins is wearing this long, like, coat over his his ring uh, ring gear, right? And he comes out, and all of a sudden, he pulls off the coat, and Seth Rollins is wearing a replica ring gear of Cody Rhodes' dead father. He's wearing the same ring gear that Cody Rhodes, the protagonist, his dead father used to wear. The very dead father that Cody, as a little boy, made a promise, Dad, I'm going to win the championship for you. So Seth is playing mind games here. Seth is mocking him. Hey, your father is dead. Remember, you were going to win the championship for him. See, remember, look at his ring gear. You're not going to do it. I'm standing in your way. You're never going to win that championship. So now you're really adding now an emotional element to the story. And you're like, man, Seth, you're a jerk. Boo! You need to lose. You're garbage. Come on, Cody. Do this. You got to get past this guy so you can fulfill the promise you made as a little boy. Come on, Cody. And so you're ready and you're ready. Finally, Cody Rhodes' music hits. The crowd goes crazy. Everybody's like, Cody, Cody, Cody. He comes walking down to the ring, kind of a little slower than normal, and he's wearing a coat as well. Finally, Cody enters this, the, the cell, gets into the ring, and you're like, this is it. This is a moment of truth. This is going to be the climax of this story. So without anything added, the story is already perfect. It's dramatic. It's got layers. It's got emotion. It's got history. Everything you want in good storytelling 101. And then it happens. Cody Rhodes takes off his coat. And the minute he takes off his coat, there's an audible gasp in the arena and everyone goes completely silent. Now, in wrestling, when the crowd goes crazy, you call it a pop, 
right? That's a pop. You want to pop the crowd. And that's awesome when the crowd comes to their feet and everyone's screaming. But in this case, everyone went silent and it was so eerie. And why everyone went, and why silence? I, I, I was sitting on my couch and I stood up going, what is going on? When Cody took off his jacket, his bicep was completely swollen Part of his arm was black and purple, and all of the area where the pectoral muscle is, it was black and purple. It looked horrific. You can see photos all over the place. All the news agencies picked up on the story after it was over because he had decided, even though he had suffered a severe pectoral tear or rupture, that he could not just say, I can't wrestle. These peop- this place is sold out. These people are here to see me. I, I have to wrestle. I have to wrestle. So now you've got the you've got the story, which already has elements of reality to it, and now you have a real life injury to go along with this brutal match that is about to ensue. Right? This is insane. This is crazy. Now there's a part of you like, wait, 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 stop the match. No, 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 no. Oh, I don't want to watch this. This is going to be too brutal. No, stop the match. This cannot happen. And there was a lot of controversy, but just to let you know that what happened is the doctors were basically, look, you can't do any more damage. You've completely destroyed your pectoral muscle. It, it's, 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 beyond, it's beyond damaged. So if you go out there, you can't do any more damage, but it's going to be excruciating pain. And Cody was like, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. So there he stands. There's Cody, the protagonist with a pectoral tear and rupture, with the visible mark all over his body, dark purple, black, it looks horrible. And there's Seth, the antagonist, wearing the ring gear that Cody Rhodes' dead father used to wear to mock to mock Cody, to mock his family, to mock it all. And then the bell rings and the match ensues. I don't know how long the match went, 20 minutes, 25 minutes of just total brutality, something a lot of people would not want to see and a lot of people would, would, would condemn, and I understand that. The match involved everything from tables, chairs, kendo sticks, a bull rope, uh, a, a sledgehammer. I mean, it involved everything. And Seth is targeting, obviously, the injured area. Now, of course, there's, I mean, in professional wrestling, the two wrestlers work together to try to ensure that no one is severely injured. But, I mean, he, he so he, he is targeting the other side of the body at times, but for the story, he has, he has to go to the injured part sometimes because that's what you would do in a real fight. And you can tell Cody is in excruciating pain. He's having a hard time moving his arm. It's just, it's brutal to watch. It's emotional. The crowd at times go silent. Then they kind of rise up to chant Cody, but they're like, what is happening? This is too unbelievable. And it's just back and forth. And you're like, there's no way Cody, this is it. Cody, his, his childhood promise is not going to be fulfilled because his career is about to be ended. He's about to be so severely injured that he's never going to fulfill his dad's what his dad could not. And you know, and Seth is relishing in it. The antagonist is is smiling and mocking. And you're like, man, someone, someone do something. And the, the fight goes back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then you have this dramatic climax of, of the match where there's these basically back alter, alternating moves. The antagonist hits ones, the protagonist hits one, back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. And then, and a victorious triumph 
Cody actually wins. He completes the trilogy, winning all three matches. The protagonist wins. The antagonist is defeated. Cody is in tears. He doesn't win the championship yet, but he's got to get past this so that wherever the story goes, one day he's going to win that championship. They're going to take this story and professional wrestling, a story can go five years, 10 years. Who knows how long it's going to be? But we all believe that one day he's going to fulfill that promise he made to his dad. His father is dead, but Cody is going to win the championship. His father never did for his family, right? So it was, it was an emotional. Now, once the pay-per-view ended, inside the arena, uh, Cody grabbed a microphone and basically told everyone, hey, no one be mad at the company. This was my decision. I wanted to do this for you guys because you paid money to be here. Beautiful. The story was beautifully told in the ring. The, the story has been beautifully told outside of the ring. So it's this amazing story. Awesome. Great. Pay-per-view is over. And then next thing you know, I'm reading every news article I can find going, so what was, what was real? What was fake? What, what was going on? And yeah, Cody was severely injured. It was real. He's going to be out possibly six months. It's going to require surgery, which is going to greatly, you know, pause the story. But when he comes back, it's going to be hopefully amazing. And hopefully we get the dramatic conclusion that Cody now is a grown man can fulfill the promise he made as a little boy to his father to win the WWE championship. I don't know if it's going to happen because in wrestling, the good guys don't always win. And sometimes it, it just doesn't turn out the way you think it's going to turn out. But that story was beautifully told. So, but as I was reading all of the news articles going, wow, looking at all the pictures, going back and rewatching the match, I'm probably going to watch it again today because it was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. And I've been watching wrestling my whole life. All of a sudden, it hit me. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm getting caught up in the wrestling. I'm getting caught up in just the, the, the fleshly entertainment here. I got to stop. I, I do a podcast called Theology Central, where I attempt to make theology central to everything. This, this is a beautiful picture of something. So before I, I give the scripture, the first thing I did, I grabbed a, a notebook and I just wrote down, have I ever demonstrated the same level of determination and dedication as I just witnessed in a wrestling match that Cody Rhodes demonstrated? Have I ever demonstrated that same kind of determination, that same kind of dedication that I could receive such a, an injury that bad, that visible, that painful, and go through literally a, a, a brutal match where I suffer more pain to the injured area, and I do so because of my love for wrestling, my dedication to it, or to, for if you, applying it to me, to my love or dedication to anything. Like, have I ever shown that kind of dedication and commitment to anything in my life? And then it hit me. Have I ever shown that kind of love and dedication to the things of God? And then this passage came to my mind. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize, so run that you may obtain. Paul, 
grabs an illustration from, well, sports in his day. I'm using the illustration from professional wrestling in my day, but it's the same thing. Two people compete, but only one wins the prize. Only one wins. Only one is victorious. So run, so compete that you may obtain. Well, in Cody Rhodes' case, the only way, the protagonist, the only way he was going to win is he had to at least show up or they were going to just go with a different story and just an alternate match. But he was like, nope, I'm going to compete. I'm going to compete. Now, yes, in the storyline, it was predetermined that he would win. But for him to do that, he still had to go through the pain of the match. So he, 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 he went out there to win. Now look at verse 25. Of 1 Corinthians 9. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we incorruptible. What Cody was going through, he was doing so simply to win the incru- the corruptible idea of winning a match. It wasn't even for a championship. He went through all of that just to win the corruptible praise and vanity of, uh, look at what I accomplished in this particular moment. And he did so to complete, to, to follow the story that he may ultimately win a championship in professional wrestling. It's a corruptible crown. It's a corruptible uh, reward. But for us as believers, should we not show at the very minimum that same level of dedication and determination to obtain an incorruptible crown? If people in the world do it for that which is corruptible, that which will burn up, that which is not eternal, that which will not last, if they can show that kind of determination, if Cody Rhodes can show the determination to walk out there with a completely ruptured pectoral muscle and experience all the pain that match placed upon him for something corruptible, should I not be that same dedication to that which is incorruptible? I would hope that I could, but I don't know if I ever would because what I witnessed last night was crazy. It goes on to say, 1 Corinthians 9, 26. I therefore so run, not as uncertainty, so so fight I, not as one that beateth the air, but I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. In other words, hey, I'm going to be so dedicated that I'm going to, in a sense, bring my body under subjection. I'm going to show that dedication and determination so that I can win the prize, that I will not be disqualified. I'll read it from another translation. 1 Corinthians 9, 24. Don't you know that the runners in a stadium all race, but only one receive the prize? Run in such a way to win the prize. Now, everyone who competes exercises self-control in everything. They do it to receive a perishable crown, but we an imperishable crown. So I do not run like one who runs aimlessly or box like one beating the air. Instead, I discipline my body and bring it under strict control. That is determination. That is dedication. And Paul is saying that's what we need so that we can run, that we can win the prize, so that we will not be disqualified. I can be honest with you. There's times I have not brought my body under subjection. I I cave to fleshly desire. 
I disqualified myself for periods of time. I had to go through being restored so that I could possibly run the race again. I've had to crawl back up. Now, I haven't given up. I've gotten back up. But I haven't always shown that dedication. Go, no, 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 no. They look at that dedication to get a corruptible crown. I'm going to show a greater dedication for an incorruptible crown. I'm going to finish the race. I'm going to run. I'm going to obtain the prize. What I witnessed last night in a wrestling storyline was Cody Rhodes. This, this, the protagonist who as a little boy said, hey, dad, I'm going to win that championship for you one day. And he attempted and it, it failed. He, had to, he left the WWE, finally makes a triumphant comeback. He wins two matches in a row and a beautiful story, but he's got to get past this, this antagonist, Seth Rollins, who's like, you're never going to win the championship. I'm going to keep you from ever even getting to the championship scene. You're never even going to be able to wrestle a championship match. I'm going to stand in your way. And Cody is like, no, I'm going to defeat you. But another setback. Cody is severely injured with a pectoral tear rupture. He could, he could say, you know what? I can't do this, guys. I'm just going to go have the surgery. No, 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 no. He's going to finish the storyline. He's going to show the dedication. So he goes into the match with the antagonist, Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins, Cody goes through excruciating pain just to win the match, just to finish that story so that when he comes back, he can now move forward to that goal of winning the championship. Instead of delaying it, he's like, I'm going to suffer the pain, get the surgery, come back, pick up this story right where I left off. And I'm going to one day win that championship that I'm striving for. But it's a corruptible championship. It's perishable. How much dedication do you have for the things of God, for the kingdom of God, for the, for the, for the word of God? How much dedication do you have? I mean, Christians will wake up and go, I'm a little tired, can't go to church on Sunday. Oh man, I got a lot to do. And if I, if I go to church Sunday night, then I'm going to have to do this later and I won't get as much sleep. You know what? I'll just skip church. I know. I don't feel good. I'm not going to read my Bible today. We, we, we cave. We get an ingrown toenail. And we're like, we're done. Time out. Take me out of the game, coach. I broke a nail. Take me out of the game. But here's a, 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 a person and wrestling who's like, hey, I've got a torn pectoral muscle. It's a rupture. It looks horrible. I'm excruciating pain. I'm going to go out there and suffer all kinds of pain just to win a wrestling match that's predetermined, just to tell the story because he's so committed to the game. Christians are like, we, we, we bow out at the second. Hey, the wind's a little strong. I don't know if I want to drive to church. You know, uh, I'm just... Man, the kids were up late last night. Ah, you know what? We can't go to church. We come up with every excuse. We, 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 we cave at everything. We've got to learn to bring ourselves under subjection so that we can show that kind of dedication. Now, praise God. Our salvation is based off grace, not our efforts. Praise God that my salvation is based off an imputed righteousness, not my efforts. So I don't do any of this in order to be saved, but because I've received an imputed righteousness, because of God's grace and mercy, should I not be at least have the same dedication to the things of God and to the God who saved me as Cody Rhodes demonstrated last night, an absolutely epic match 
that was so epic because it had reality mixed with the storyline. In fact, the whole storyline is really based on reality and the injury was real and the pain he had to endure, a lot of it was very real and very excruciating. That's dedication. That's commitment. Every setback that he's experienced has only made him more determined. Every discouraging thing has only made him more determined. He he met discouragement. You know how discouraged he could have been once he was injured? He could have been like, oh man, I've worked so hard to get back to the WWE and now I'm going to possibly be out for six months. Oh, what's going to happen to my character? What's going to happen to the story? Are the fans going to move on? He could have just been defeated, discouraged, depressed, and said, you know, just take me out of the match. I don't care. But nope. Instead, he faced that discouragement with determination. It made him determined to, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for the fans. I'm going to do this because of my love for this story, for this thing we call professional wrestling. And I have to look at myself and go, do I have that same love, that same discipline, that same determination for my Savior, for my God? And time and time again, I realize I don't have that dedication and determination. And I have not brought my body under subjection. And I have failed and I have sinned. I've embarrassed myself, embarrassed the name of Christ. But all I can do is get back up. Now, praise God, my salvation has nothing to do with any of that. It's, it's, it's based off the determination and dedication and the completed work of Jesus Christ. But I need to be determined to get back up and do what I can as long as my story continues. I don't know when my story is going to come to an end, but it's going to come to an end. And I'm going to do everything I can from this point to the end of my story, hopefully to show the same level of determination and dedication that I witnessed in a wrestling match. Now, again, if you want to read the story about Cody Rhodes and Hell in a Cell, it's all over the place. There's graphic photos of the injury. There's all these news articles talking about the story and how amazing it was. It was one of the most interesting and brutal matches in a decade. All the different accolades being placed upon it. If you have the Peacock streaming service, just go to the WWE section, look for Hell in a Cell 2022, hit play, fast forward to probably the last 40, 45 minutes of the pay-per-view, 40 minutes. You'll note they'll have a video package setting up the story of Seth, the antagonist, Cody, the protagonist, and they will, you can see the story, then they'll come out. You'll want to watch the first part because it sets up the story really well because the video packages, because if you've never watched it, you, you need the story because wrestling is storytelling. It's storytelling. That's what it is. It's just like an action movie. Um, and uh, you can watch it. It's brutal. It's brutal. But if you want to know what everyone's talking about today, that's how to do so. You can probably get a free trial for Peacock for 30 days and you could watch it that way if you're interested. Um, but it is brutal, but it is a beautifully told story. And just as you're watching it, if you do watch it, just go, man, that's dedication. That's determination. And then remember first Corinthians nine, they do it for, he's doing it for something corruptible. What am I doing for that? Which is incorruptible. You can email me your thoughts on the match, on the story, on 1 Corinthians 9 at newsif at yahoo.com, 
newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. If you're on YouTube, you can leave comments there. And again, if you if you don't like wrestling, that you're missing the point. The point is all of that illustrated to me what I see in 1 Corinthians 9. I'm just using it as an illustration purposes. Everyone will get caught up on, he talked about professional wrestling. No, I'm talking about 1 Corinthians 9 demonstrated to me on in a screen showing me not someone doing it for something incorruptible, but doing it for something corruptible. So I'm taking that going, man, can I show that same dedication? If you missed the point, I'm sorry, because a lot of people will, but I, I hope, hey, I... This is what's been on my mind since late last night and early this morning. So I thought, you know what, I'll talk about it because I, I like this program to be very real and talk about what's on my mind. So um, I hope I hope this will be uh, motivating and we'll give, just sp- spend some time doing this today. All right. Whether you watch the match or read any of the news articles about it, do this. Grab a Bible, look at 1 Corinthians 9, and I'm going to read it to you one more time to end. I'm going to read it from this translation that I just happen to have here. 1 Corinthians 9. 1 Corinthians 9. I'm just going to read it to end because I just think it's it's so fitting. Here we go. Don't you know that the runners in a stadium all race, but only one received the prize? Run in such a way to win the prize. Run today your Christian life like you're trying to win the prize. Dedicate yourself to the Christian life like you're trying to win the prize. Now, everyone who competes exercises self-control in everything. They do it, the world does it, to receive a perishable crown, like last night. He's doing all of that to win just a perishable crown. But we, an imperishable crown. So I do not run like one who runs aimlessly or box like one beating the air. I discipline my body. I discipline my body and bring it under strict control so that after preaching to others, I myself will not be disqualified. If you say, well, I've messed up. I've made an embarrassment. I've hurt the name of Christ. I've, I've failed. Get back up. Take the grace of God that washes away your sin, removes them from the east and the west. Do what you have to do to be restored. Go through whatever process you have to. Get back on your feet and do what you can for the kingdom of God. Other people will kick you and say, yeah, you're a loser. You're a failure. Stay down. Stay down. You don't listen to them. Get back up. Show that determination and getting back up. I wish we could show our determination by never messing up and never failing. And some of you, congratulations, all of your failure, all of your sin has never been public. Praise God. Others, it may be public scandal and shame. Who cares what people say? Who cares if they've branded you with a letter? Get back up and serve God. Peter denied Jesus three times. He got back up and was restored by Jesus and served and did great things for him, right? There's there's people in the Bible who failed greatly. David failed greatly. Solomon was a complete mess and a train wreck. We can go on and on and on. Get back up. Get back. Don't stay down. Show that determination. Now, if you can, if you can show that dedication and determination by preventing it, then okay. But reality is you're going to get scarred. You're going to get hit. And essentially, you're going to get messed up. And all you can do is get back up and show that dedication. Cody was injured. He completed the match. We're all injured because we're all sinners. We have a sinful nature. Let's finish the race. Let's show that dedication. All right, thanks for listening. Everyone have a great day. God bless.